0: To the new adventures of the nerd degree. Um, I'm your host Erin Harrington and tonight to ring in the nerdly new year we are celebrating the new and the new-ish. I'm joined tonight by two teams of state-of-the-art nerds who will battle it out to see who is the next big thing and who will be consigned to the recycle bin. Um, I'm going to get them to introduce themselves with what they are newest at so we will start over there. Oh,
1: uh, my name is Matt Powell. I'm an improviser, software developer, and pop vinyl dilettante from Wellington. Um, And I am newest at at reading uh, the XKCD book, What If? A lot of you probably read it because it's a very nerdy book, but um, I'm really loving it. I got it for Christmas, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good book.
0: It's good. Thank you, Matt.
2: Hi, my name's Andrew Keppel. I'm an animator. And also, I am the newest at uh, being a published software developer. Ooh. Ooh. Don't don't go, ooh, yet. I just made <laughs> a, a small game where you run around catching things and, and you can play it on your phone and it's free on the Google Play Store.
1: Andrew, oh. would you say that you have to catch... All of the things. Uh,
2: yeah, you get penalised if you I some time. bad news
1: about your game. Oh no! no, no,
0: no. <laughs> um, and Andrew, would you like to shamelessly plug the title of your game?
2: Uh, yeah, it's called Greet'em and Setum." And if you don't know what that it's a reference to, then good for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and what is the name of your team?
1: Together we are the Duke, Duke Newcomers.
0: Com- oh. Very
3: good. Oh. Welcome. Oh.
0: Over to my left, uh, kia
4: ora Co Jennifer Sullivan Aho. Uh, I'm from Wellington. I'm an improviser and an ex pro wrestler, and um, that's not a joke. And um, uh, and uh, I am newest. It seems I'm constantly newest at this. I am newest at remembering that when you buy new shoes. Uh, You have to wear them in before you wear them with new socks And right now my feet are really sore But my new shoes are really cute, you guys They've got flowers on them (laughs) Can you see them at the bottom? They're really cute Thanks everybody Uh, My feet hurt
5: (laughs) Hi, uh, I'm Javier Hakeen. I'm a full-time performer and struggling In general (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I am newest at being a dad. (laughs) Don't applaud, because she's struggling too now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what is the name of your team? We are uh, the Good News Bobbleheads.
5: It's like the Good News Bible, but not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's beautiful. If you Welcome. have to explain it, it's not great. But
0: you know what? We're here now, so
3: yay! Good oh, yay!
0: Very, very good. You have fans already. We are also joined tonight by our moderator Brendan Bennett. Hello, Brendan. Hi, Aaron. What are you newest at?
6: Well, I just discovered that if you go to cheatszoro.top, you can get cheats uh, cheat mod for Greet'em and seat'em. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know you've made it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to start tonight. Uh, each team needs to roll for initiative to you see like where a- we start. Uh,
5: Ooh. 13. Unlucky for some.
0: <laughs> 8. Oh, very good. Okay, so this first round is called Nerd Quotient. Uh, This is the new and improved version of Nerd Quotient, uh, which means that it's just the same as it has always been. Um, And uh, so I'm going to give you the first question, the good news bobbleheads. This is a connections question. Okay. What connects Fatbergs and Froyo? Sorry, Fat... Burgs. Fatbergs. Do you know what a fatberg is? Mm. A
5: fatberg is something that you find that is sore. Correct. Uh, that's when people flush fat and other unsavory items down the loo like nappies and sanitary towels and such like that and it collects into a fatberg which is just the most horrendous thing you'll ever imagine. <laughs> and, and we have to connect
4: f- frozen yoghurt with that. Okay. Yeah. What's the um,
0: connection between them?
4: Probably a pad.
0: Just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't. How, how about over to the other team? Do you have any ideas? Uh,
2: are Fatbergs, like are they a byproduct
5: of froyo.
0: I'm sure they probably, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> at least in some well, way.
5: Froyo, you mean frozen yogurt? Yeah.
0: Yes, I do. Yep. So froyo, frozen yogurt.
5: Okay, I've cracked that part of the mystery. Yep. Which Not a yo-yo. No <laughs> um,
1: um. Uh, so f- frozen yogurt is cold, and so is ice, and icebergs are made out of ice and. Fatberg is a portmanteau of fat and iceberg.
0: You almost cracked the code, Matt. (laughs) By which I mean you didn't crack (laughs) it. No, these are... I'm I'm talking about the words rather than the things. They are both new additions to the dictionary in 2017. That's
5: a nasty connection.
0: (laughs) So uh, both uh, Merriam Webster and the Oxford English Dictionary released a whole bunch of new words for edition in um, September 2017. Merriam Webster uh, added Froyo, which is the the shrunk, what's the name of the shrunk down word thing? She's the person who works in an English department at university.
5: An abbreviation.
0: A, a, a portmanteau, yes. a, a, a smush. It's a smush between frozen and yoghurt. Um, some of the other words that they included were open carry, as in no. lugging your gun You're around. Damn, everything. in America, um, alt it? right. God damn it, America! <laughs> in addition to the definition of troll. So, oh yeah, nasty. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean we've Still already had one good three. troll today, thanks to Brendan Bennett. So <laughs> very good.
3: <laughs> um, right. And
0: ransomware. Um, so the Oxford English Dictionary added "fatberg," which isn't uh, a new word, but they added it in this case. It came about in um, 2008. I was wondering if you could tell me when some of these other words that they added to the dictionary officially first came about. Uh, what about the word exoplanet?
1: That was when uh, Pluto was degraded, right? Uh, so, in
2: well, that's planets that are outside the solar system. So, oh, oh, okay. So when, like, telescopes like Kepler went out and found some. So, ah. when was that? Like mid two thousands. Like 2006 or something like
0: that? 1992,
4: yeah. so 92. close enough. Oh, I yeah. Is that
0: how close we have? Okay, we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, how about Off the Wagon? So, off the Wagon. So, 20th being a century. To, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it is 20th century, it's early 20th century, so you can have points. That's from 1906. Oh, I was going yeah. to. <laughs> um, there's lots of regional editions like Croggy. What might croggy be? To give someone a croggy. Oh, you give someone a croggy. You give someone a croggy. It's like a noogie, but it's in their crotch. <laughs>
4: That's a portmanteau.
0: <laughs> you're, you're kind of close, and a way. <laughs> <laughs> You laughed at me, but... Because to, to give someone a croggy is... A, um, an English regional kind of word for to dub someone on the crossbars of a handlebike. Ah. So you give someone a croggy.
5: How is that the same to a to the crotch? <laughs> because if
0: you're you sh- bouncing up and down and your- if you shift back far enough it's, it's not very nice. It yeah. <laughs> just, just kind of gives you a,
4: a yeah. punch. Croggy
5: sounds like a menu item at a brothel now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much for two croggies? <laughs>
4: For
5: you and your friend. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got, cost, that
4: costs double mate. Yeah, no, no, I've got a voucher. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Shit, it's still... on,
0: oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, as you were. <laughs> no, it's just my, my favourite words um, in the OED editions is worstest. Oh. Uh, was that That's worstest? Too, not worstest. Not worstest? Yeah, as opposed to bestest. Are both of those words oh. in the dictionary? They are now. <laughs> so I, 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 have a th- I have a theory
1: about this and it's something that I learned about recently. But, uh, so you're familiar with the concept of paper towns which is when cartographers put in um, landmarks and towns on maps that don't really exist mm-hmm. so that they can tell if someone's copied their maps to make their own maps. It turns out uh, that lexicographers do the same thing <laughs> when they make dictionaries. It's true. Um, uh, that, so, so people people put fake words into dictionaries so that they can tell if Merriam-Webster just has a copy of the Collins Dictionary and is li- just writing down all the words.
0: Um, I, I have no idea if you're right or not, but you can have he some is. points for plausibility. So that's good. <laughs> How, however, the word worstest does have um, a... Uh, a charted etymology So the first citation comes from 1768 In a comedy called Modern Courtship <laughs> I, I think the quote is Jeremy's the worstest It's still true today
1: Jeremy is the absolute boy
0: Right, so over to our Duke newcomers What connects a girl's night out With a trip to the underworld?
4: Watch
1: your words Oh In Coronation Street Good start Underworld was the name of the underwear factory Owned by uh, Mike Baldwin uh, Where many of the women of Coronation Street Worked Uh, And so it's plausible That women in the north of England Were wearing Underworld Lingerie on their nights out
0: Lucky for you we're now giving points for plausibility <laughs> for for correctness in the spirit of um, being open and giving in the new year. Right, so day. so just make a note of that, okay, Brendan. Yes. We've altered our metric.
3: <laughs> just kind
0: of damn it. Um <laughs> What I was looking for, though. Uh, um, good news, and... bobbleheads.
5: What was the, what was the question what, again? Uh, what
0: again? connects it's... a girls' night out to a trip to the underworld?
5: A night bus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you
4: haven't read Harry
5: Potter?
0: <laughs> 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 um, I'm talking about films here. Oh. If that helps at so all. Say to get a girls' night out and a trip to the underworld. Uh, Mia,
5: Mia Jovanovic. <laughs> uh, no, because Mia went to a drama school uh, That was dubbed uh, D- uh, UW uh, Commonly known as Underworld And Girls' Night Out was also a rite of passage In said drama school and That's not so... plausible
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> You've been to a drama school? <laughs> uh, um, so, so here I'm talking about the film's um, Girls' Trip And Coco, which just opened in the last week or so. So some of you might know that uh, the top 50 grossing films, the domestic gross uh, in 2017, was released recently. Um, Many of us know, for instance, that the top three grossing films are all notable because... Led led by ladies. ladies, led by ladies um, But we're talking here about new things So this top 50 Is largely populated by sequels Franchises, reboots, adaptations And interpretations of oh, biopics th- Or historical th- th- events You're actually, you're actually just going to say Oh does that mean the answer is And it's, yep. exactly, yeah, it's
4: what exactly what you what was about um, to say um, <laughs> They're the only two that aren't sequels
0: you're, you're close, so you oh. can have plausibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you. can have some that's plausible points. Because gives shit about
5: what's right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the Pixar film Coco at number 14 is the first film on that list that's based on an original idea wow. or a new idea. Um, the comedy girl's trip is at number 25. So of the 50 films, how many do you think weren't sequels, reboots, franchises? Not probably? enough. Just those two. No, there's a few more. Seven. Correct.
5: (laughs) I would like to leave the episode now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel I can do no better. And I will be leaving.
0: You've peaked. Um, The seven are Coco, Get Out, Split, Girls Trip, Baby Driver, The Hitman's Bodyguard and Happy Death Day. Just if you want some Seven trivia. Which 50. you do, because you're at a fucking panel show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't be angry <laughs> about it, <you're> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Sorry, that was a moment of self-doubt there. It just kind of spilled over. And it's pretty much the same for worldwide grocers. Okay, next question. Um, where are we up to? I think uh, the Duke newcomers. What connects guilt-free ice cream and a robot you can relate to?
3: Mm.
2: Um... It could be uh, new inventions, perhaps, new innovations. Uh, No Um,
1: guilt-free. Guilt-free ice cream.
0: Uh. Do I need to hand it over? I'm handing it over.
5: Oh, seven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can can I? Uh, Star Wars. Neither is
4: because, wait, because... Okay. Uh, because there's Here there. comes the plausibility! <laughs> because one of the things in Star Wars is like, there's a scene in one of the Star Wars scenes where someone's like running, holding a piece of electrical equipment and it's literally an ice cream maker mm. and the robot that you can relate to is BB-8. Oh, well, that's
0: nice. nice. Is it plausible? I guess. Yeah! <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. Okay, so, uh, so by guilt-free ice cream, you're talking about ice cream that has no gold in it. Gold is a good conductor... Uh, use <laughs> often in uh, Electrical circuitry uh, So a, a robot that didn't have Any gold in it uh, would have more Flaws and thus be more relatable To uh, Jimmy. Sure
0: why not <laughs> um, I, I do have to, to backtrack a little Because I was a bit mean before um, Andrew was actually correct wow. uh, what? They're, they're things that are listed in Time magazine's Best inventions of 2017 Aww. So you should have committed man Um, So the personal personal robot was on the front cover of Time It was called Jibo Uh, A personal robot Mm. that looks like something Like out of a Pixar film or something And apparently it has a big round head and a face That uses animated icons to convey emotion It's not just that its body swivels and swerves It's that he's talking with his non-existent hands It's that he can giggle and dance and turn to face you Before stabbing you to death in your sleep (laughs) Um, Jibo costs a lot of money Uh, The guilt-free ice cream is called Halo Top which apparently is a flavour-packed, low-sugar ice cream with no more than 360 calories a pint. Uh, I'm sure I played Halo Top in, like, 2009. (laughs) (laughs) It costs uh, $6 uh, US a tub thing, and apparently their goal isn't to replace fruit and veggies, although I think if they'd just gone all out and said our goal is to replace fruit and veggies, they would have been really successful. It's to give diet-conscious consumers an option to eat ice cream again. Isn't that what Froyo's for? (laughs) And fatbergs, yeah. <laughs> on a related
6: topic, Aaron, uh, breaking news: a fatberg weighing the same as eleven double-decker buses and stretching the length of two football pitches is blocking. It's been put in a
5: London museum. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, it's b- below London Museum. It's blocking London's sewage network. Oh, sorry, that was me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I,
6: I had a bit of froyo that day.
5: You
0: know. oh, and at this rate, it'll be here by the end of the episode. I'm
3: sure.
0: oh. Creeping along, some of the other. Um, what are they called? Uh, inventions included e Sight Three, the world's most powerful pair of glasses, which are made for people who are legally blind, and it takes are high definition video. Powered? They ask no, they're not. <laughs> <so> <laughs> <that>. uh, <laughs> uses magnification, contrast, blah blah. Uh, Ten thousand dollars a pop. To understand um, that callback, please listen to our previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, a mug called the Ember Mug. What might the Ember Mug do? Uh,
4: it, it brings about Ragnarok.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it keeps your hot drinks. It brings them back from being cold to hot. It uh, makes
0: it keeps them perfectly hot, in oh, fact. So, that's so another... I was right. You were right, Javier. Um, yeah. So it's an $80 mug that will heat your coffee just right. It keeps your beverage at anywhere from 49 to 65 degrees precisely, up to you. Set through an app for about an hour on its own or an unlimited amount of time on a charging source. <laughs> Do we not have microwaves anymore? <laughs> Give it a nuke. Oh, no. Um, the Nike Pro Hijab, which is really cool, elite athletic gear, for Muslim um, athletes uh, and a magic elevator. Have you read about the magic elevator? Yes, it's, it's made by it my it. role. It's
5: Dal- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: going to say is that it's super cool, it's made by Germans, and it goes this way and this way and this way and this way, which you're going to have to imagine for those of you who are living at home, and it is set to <laughs> debut in Berlin by
5: 2021. Or when you complete the tour of the chocolate factory.
3: <laughs>
0: Over to... the, of the <laughs> mm. Over to the good news bobbleheads. Um, what hot new health food trend has, quote, a vaguely mild sweetness a nice smooth mouthfeel, nothing that overwhelms the flavour profile.
5: Babies. <laughs> um, well, that sounds well like a cup of cold, cold sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds real... A
6: cup of cold sick is correct.
5: <laughs> cup of
4: cold sick. This
0: is a health, a health fad. Uh, a hot new health food hot, trend. A hot so new health food, food. trend.
5: A you know, Yes, like the, the yes.
4: I feel like it's mm. that kind of food because it's... What is it like? It's something that is a, s- a smooth mouth. It has is a it vaguely
0: just... mild sweetness, a nice smooth mouthfeel. Nothing that overwhelms the flavour profile. Oh, I
5: reckon it's fat, <laughs> animal fat. Yeah, it is.
4: Yeah,
5: animal
0: fat. Um, that's that's incorrect. How about uh, over to you? Is there the new version of Soylent? No, but I'm sure that that's plausible. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's, it's not plausible. Soylent tastes like chalk, and it always will. <laughs>
0: The, the correct answer is, in fact, raw water. Oh,
3: for God oh goddammit! Oh,
4: this is the. Is I this going to have some. Um, is this, is
1: this, a point of order, you said the word health there. No, no, <laughs> I'm no, I'm not sure you no, meant to.
0: Raw
4: water, sorry
3: is
0: about I, I meant. Oh, see,
1: I was listening to the podcast and I
3: couldn't (laughs) hear your air quotes.
0: We need to put in little scratching noises every time I use, like, scare quotes. So you would have read it in maybe I I Fucking Love Science or The New York Times? I don't even know. I just saw
4: a thing about it that it's, like, it's the guy who made the juicero, which was literally a $400 machine that squeezed juice boxes. (laughs) (laughs) And... And he has done this thing Where they're like Oh my god Raw water is amazing And raw is, raw water means It's unfiltered And it just comes Straight out of the they're ground They're pushing
0: back Against big water man Big water yeah <laughs> By
4: just going and getting water from the ground
0: tap water and you're drinking toilet water with birth control drugs in them oh yeah they're anti-fluoride as well said, yeah. chloramine and on top of that they're putting in fluoride call me a conspiracy theorist You are. it's a, a mind control drug that has no benefit to our dental health who so has ever was...
5: said my water is overcooked <laughs>
0: <laughs> well funnily it can be overcooked if you boil it too many times you get rid of some of the nicer flavour for if you're making a cup of tea
5: Oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Sorry, that, that was a really boring fact. But um,
1: right, yeah. our audience here at Orange Studio would have noticed the sign in the foyer saying that all water served at Orange Studio is in fact vegan and paleo and gluten-free. So it's a fact.
0: It's true. So so just to to quickly check my citations, reported on by the New York Times, 29th of December, 2017. um, There's a place called Rainbow Grocery, for instance, which is a co-op in San Francisco, because of course it is. uh, That (laughs) we're quoted as saying bottled water is controversial. We've curtailed our water selection. But this thing is totally outside that whole realm. Rainbow Grocery? Yeah.
1: Are there potatoes by <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe, I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. apparently, life water is unfiltered, unsterilized, untreated spring water, which is a good thing. Because unfiltered water has some kind of loosely defined probiotic quality. Filtering water removes beneficial blah-blahs. Um, so that's, uh, that, that's from my fucking love science, which is a great website. I, I did
4: read one thing about it, which said that um, you, have to, you have to drink it within a, one lunar cycle. Um, because, because after that time, the water actually goes green. Um, and that can alarm some people about how live it is. Uh, But it's
3: actually totally cool, you guys. That
0: that brings us to the end of the nerd quotient round. Brendan, how are we going?
6: Okay, well, uh, looking at the scores now Duke Newcomer are the worstest on (laughs) nine points. uh, And good news, bobbleheads are floating away like an enormous fat (laughs) bird on 13 points.
0: Good, good. Right, yes. um, we are now heading into the first homework round So I've asked each of the nerds to prepare something They've been tasked with pitching to you, our audience A remake or a reboot of an, any old series or franchise In the genre of their choosing um, So I think we'll start with uh, Jen and Andrew So sure. Jen, do you want to go first? Okay, um, I have two words for you Babysitters and
4: Gritty Kiwi Reboot My improv group Definitely Not Witches went part of the way on this uh, With our Definitely Not the Babysitter's Club show set in New Zealand But this New Zealand On Air funded TV series Will go further than any of the super specials could possibly imagine Think Riverdale meets Outrageous Fortune (laughs) We take the beloved characters of Anne M Martin's 90s book series And we transport them to the fictional suburb of Stony Brook, Wellington Season one follows the original foursome. Christy, Marianne, Stacy, and Claudia as they develop the business and navigate their lives as 16-year-old entrepreneurs. These girls are older, on the cusp of adulthood and their lives are anything but suburban. Uh, later seasons introduce the rest of the club which is Dawn, Mallory, Jesse, Abby and I think Shannon. Um, I did not read the later ones. Um, as we follow their lives through their final years of high school and then we follow them into university. That's right, in this version they actually age. Um... That's uh, Only some of you clearly have read The babysitter's <laughs> Club. That's fine. In this 21st century remake directed by Taika Waititi and Madeline Sammy, <laughs> our characters represent a more diverse New Zealand. Christy is gay, which, to be honest, should not be a surprise. Um, <laughs> Mallory and Claudia, bye. Dawn, Australian. <laughs> Two of them, don't know which, don't care, two of them are trans. <laughs> the casting is multicultural for any characters that were originally white, because that's not what the story is about, that's just responsible broadcasting. There's much of what you know and love. Stacey still has diabetes, but she's from the big city of Auckland. <laughs> Jessie is still a dancer, but now she's studying at Te fire as a young recruit. Claudia is still incredibly fashionable, and Mallory is still the boring one. Um, <laughs> but where is the grit, I hear you say? My friend's we, not, we need not add grit. We just need to go back to the original books because they were gritty as hell. Uh, book two, Claudia and the Phantom Phone Calls dealt with harassment and stalking. Christy and the Snobs. Christy deals with uh, being ostracised for being poor. Dawn and the Older Boy deal, deals with Dawn's older boyfriend <laughs> who's kind of abusive. Uh, Mallory: Mallory's in a book called Poor Mallory because her dad loses his job. Uh, and in Dawn and the Surfer Ghost.
3: There is a sofa ghost. <laughs> they deal with
4: cancer, dance based sabotage, family violence, teen pregnancy, racism, divorce, foster children, teacher student relationships, and asthma. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: you want it? This babysitter's reboot will have it in spades. Get ready for nostalgia, cultural cringe, and very special episodes galore. <laughs> My heart, to my heart.
0: What's it called? Oh,
3: shit. Um, <laughs>
4: I just figured it would just be called the Babysitter's Club. The Babysitter's Club? The, bubba, the that's Babysitter's. That's okay, good, good. The Kid Watching Crew. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> right, just, just Kid Watching is <laughs> a good. <laughs> <laughs> I take that. Some Sorry.
5: people are tuning into
0: <laughs>
3: Okay, okay, okay. Over
4: people to you, Andrew.
0: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
2: So, when adapting a video game as a movie, it'll probably be awful, but it could be successful. You just have to pick the right game, and the right game for 2018 is the 1982 arcade classic, Dig Dug. <laughs> what I'm proposing for our studio is a film adaptation where our heroic protagonist, Dig Dug, must overcome the adversity he faces from the challenging strata, underground monsters, and selfish environmentalists who will stop at nothing to see Dig Dug's modest mom-and-pop hydraulic fracturing business go under.
3: <laughs>
2: oh yes, Doug's noble, time-honoured trade of boring into the Earth's crust and injecting that and its dragon-like inhabitants with high-pressure fracking fluid to facilitate the extraction of hydrocarbons would make him quite the misunderstood outcast in today's environmentally sensitive world and therefore a much more sympathetic protagonist than the more mainstream heroes from other games. Faithful to the game itself, Doug, armed with only his drilling equipment and fluid injection devices that double as weapons against these villainous enemies, he isn't afraid to dig in his heels and get his hands dirty for the cause. He's a rebel, a maverick, an underdog you can really root for while he uncovers the terrible conspiracy that unites the scientific community, the environmentalists and the subterranean lizard people against poor little big oil.
3: (laughs) Because that's
2: who we're making this movie for. Not today's younger movie-going audiences, but the petroleum companies who will be falling over themselves to sponsor the production of this big-budget propaganda blockbuster regardless of box office sales. So... Getting the rights to this franchise will be no trouble. We can cast Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the role of Doug. We can get any director you like. You want Michael Bay? We'll get him. You want J.J. Abrams? Okay, we'll get him. Actually, we'll get both of them and more. We'll have a succession of directors who get hired and then fired three months later to generate publicity for what will undoubtedly become a monument to video games adaptation train wreckery. Because when you're adapting video games into movies, you might as well be Dig Dug. There's no climbing out of that hole. You just have to keep digging. <laughs>
0: So we have um, the Gritty New Zealand Babysitter's Club... What did you say? It was the the watching oh, kids. Oh no, that's not. <laughs> Kid Watchers. <laughs> the, the whole, did I mention that it also has like murder mysteries every season? I just want to throw that in there. And then they go on a cruise to the yeah. And then they yeah. go on a cruise. Okay, yeah. good. Um, so those are the footnotes to that. And then yeah. we have there will be Doug. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to chuck that in there. Kind I was burning with, with it. Um, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan, what do you reckon, moderator? Well,
6: I think I think that um, Kid Watchers is worth. Like, five points. Yes. A, an extra point if there's a spin-off just about The Surfer Ghost. <laughs> uh, and um, Dig Dug, uh, really good. I just looked it up on CheatZorro.trop. <laughs> actually, they have actually already a hack for the movie. Um, <laughs> but but that, that's still worth seven points.
3: Ooh. Very good. Oh.
0: heading into the next round and we're casting aside plausibility, now we're just all about rightness. (laughs) Brendan, just letting you know. We good? There we go. What we're going to do for this, what we're going to do for this is this round is called What is Newest? Um, So I'm going to give each team a pair of things from pop culture, science or nerddom and they have to tell me which one is the newest. Um, We're going to go team by team, but I'll also give you little gaps so that you can look at the pretty pictures before turning back to your microphones before choosing to answer. Yeah? Who's answering Yeah, Yeah. Um, So for the first one, um, let's go across to uh, the good news bobbleheads, which is first uh, the original My Little Ponies or the original Transformer toys. Are you
5: talking about the animated series or the toys? No, I'm talking about the toys. The toys. Okay. Well... Transformers Generation One Optimus Prime came about, and it, I mean, so I've heard.
4: <laughs> Keep going. You're, this is this so is exactly it. what this show wants. This is
5: uh, this is a, an early '80s toy, and I kind of like Sen. I wish you were still with. On this. He's still alive. <laughs> I wish Sin was still with us <laughs> at the time of this recording. Um, but my Little Pony. I had no idea when it came. I feel in.
4: okay. So my my thinking is My Little Pony is. Early eighties at the very latest, uh, but I don't know when the dolls so I feel like they might have even been late seventies.
5: My when, little ponies. Yeah. See, the illustration gives itself away to being fuck old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so which is newest?
5: I, I, oh, jeez. Oh, it's it's deceiving. Like she's she's a trickster. She's <laughs> when a did trickster. people start
4: caring about to- dolls for? I don't know, but I
5: think <laughs> it would be all like, ha ha, they chose robots over ponies.
0: Right? <laughs> can, can I just say, though, that when I was putting this together, I ended up spending 45 minutes on a My Little Pony like forum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going deeper and deeper into the different gens. The different, or oh, gens, yeah. <gasps> there are gen ponies? There are gens. There's gen one, two three 2, oh, 3. Gener- generation. Yeah, and, oh. and then the different poses. You can have the curious pose, the frisky pose. The, I don't want um, the frisky one. The, anyway, sorry. There, there's there's <laughs> Argentinian variations on half of the fuckers. I don't. I think so, yeah, so sorry, which is newest? We think the ponies are newest. You are wrong. Ah! Oh, God damn it! The fucking robot. So, the original. Oh, <laughs> the original God, My God. Little Pony. The robot's ponies. come off the ponies! <laughs>
5: <laughs> the original.
3: <laughs> it's right there. You know, the Indians
5: riding around, I'm
0: not surprised here <laughs> So the original My Little Pony. This is first gen. This is first gen. Um, 1982, uh, based on My Pretty Pony from 1981. I also like for those of us who know later My Little Ponies. But these little ponies that I'm showing here Not for those of you listening at home They look really stoned <laughs> They
3: look really fat and really
4: stoned they're Not like, body
0: shaming But they've been tucking into something Come to a magical fairyland where there are rainbows And we all are real chill yeah.
3: <laughs> why, and why, why are the ponies, the
1: ponies all named ponies after flavours?
0: <laughs> yeah. And the like, um, original Transformer toys Were released in 1984 um, Over to the other team the same age as Transformers. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Or the rebooted <laughs> Transformers live action film franchise This is bullshit, is oh. way easier <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's the ponies, it's the newer one
0: Yeah yeah. Yep, that's correct, oh. 2010 <laughs> As opposed to um,
3: 2007 yeah. Bullshit Over oh, to team
0: I bullshit I saw oh, yeah. Transformers
1: uh, at a midnight screening Oh, did you? And I saw my little... Par- oh. <laughs>
0: The good yeah. news bubble hits.
5: How oh. about
0: uh, first gen iPhone or the first Samsung Galaxy? Okay, first iPhone was
5: 2007.
4: Clearly. We both, we both researched <laughs> Apple for the last show. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I looked up all the dates. Yeah, uh, but I
5: was just making riffs on
6: X. True. <laughs> okay. X 10-year anniversary. Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know shit about Samsung's.
5: Okay. Samsung, Korean company, okay. rose to power okay. after the Korean War, 1950. Americans <laughs> supported them. Samsung, growing re- industry. This is helping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Gangnam Style, okay. Gangnam Style okay. came out years ago. Popular song. And it's which Korea. One's newer? K-pop. Which one's newest? Very, very popular which bands Korea. Goodness. Three <laughs> colors in their flag. <laughs> Kim Jong tweeted last night. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm going
0: on Samsung. You are going on Samsung? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: wait, would yeah. it Samsung Galaxy? Correct. Okay, Samsung, How no, many Samsung, Samsung Galaxies have there been? Like. Um, so first Samsung Galaxy 2009 Did you just tell me the answer? No, because you said it was Samsung and I said correct. Oh, yes! Team effort. <laughs> <laughs> we, are the, we, are the, we are so good. Okay, okay. Over to the Duke. <laughs> <laughs>
3: let, let me on this more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: I know that you'll like this one next. Oh, which, you, which? You're welcome. Which came first, the ZX Spectrum or the Amstrad CPC four six four? So
1: Amstrad CPC four six four originals, nineteen eighty four. ZX Spectrum a uh, uh, Is the Spectrum older than... I think Because so. there were some other ZXs, I don't know if they... Oh, ZX81. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 1981.
5: Just keep talking and Aaron will give you the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the answer is
3: Which is newest? <laughs> oh my
0: God.
1: I think, they, I think the Amstrad is newer.
0: You were right and you get points for 1984 as well um, The ZX Spectrum came out in 1982 yeah. yeah
1: I had one of those in 1988 That's how long it took to make this <laughs> way to the <laughs> <laughs> we, we had one in
0: 1987 I think
1: Yeah, oh okay oh, oh. Well my dad won his a
6: competition
1: we can, so. we
0: can fight for it later oh, okay. on Cool, right over okay. to uh, the Good News bobbleheads oh. uh, Mortal oh. Kombat or The Secret of Monkey Island God oh. oh,
5: damn, that's a oh. good question
4: <laughs> I did not play either of these games. You didn't play either of these no, games? I was, okay? I was playing Commander
5: Keen. Commander Keen is, I think, a bit older than both of these. I played right. Mortal Kombat when I was about... Uh, Secret of Monkey Island.
4: We should probably turn it on this way. Yeah?
5: I'm going to put drop a little maybe... Uh, a good friend of all of ours, Corey Matthews, went on and on about the Secret of Monkey Island. He's older mm-hmm. than me, so I'm thinking Monkey Island. is Older in Mortal Kombat, I'm going to say Mortal Kombat is newer?
0: Shitty reasoning, but correct answer. Yeah!
5: <laughs> wow. I mean, uh, look at the true.
0: thing, it's got
1: better graphics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Mortal Kombat uh, 1992 and The Secret of Monkey Island 1990. Now, here's, here's a weird one. Star Wars, or... The Star Wars the film being released into cinemas... Or the original soundtrack to Star Wars being released into stores?
5: Oh, oh that's a coin flip question.
6: Wow.
1: <laughs> is so, it a question or is it a not true
5: question? In, in,
1: interesting tangent. I, I just, I'm, I've i been watching this uh, series on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. Yes, uh, me too. About, about, and I watched the Star Wars episode and it was about how they had an absurdly short lead time of like a month yeah. on the... Um, on the toys for the Star Wars film. And they had to like they had to sell essentially vouchers. Um mm. <laughs> like empty packets saying when when the toys are released we'll give you some, but we can't give you any yet because they don't exist. Um which leads me to think that Lucasfilm didn't really have their shit together as far <laughs> as getting getting merch into time,
4: stores. <laughs> the shit together, when did that Hand <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, uh, I don't know, half? Look, man. From the picture, it's very obvious. Look, no idea. No, Whoever made this picture has no fucking idea what yeah. <laughs> stuff Yeah, that's so right. Luke looks like right. a senator and I feel a Come on, I, mean, I, also, I, mean, uh, I need an answer. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like the, f- the film is newer than the soundtrack. Yeah.
0: They came out on the same day. Oh! So. What, oh what time? What time?
5: What, what time? temptress. Uh,
0: what I, time? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that they both came out on the 25th of May 1977. And that's my smallest kind of demarcation type point. So, mm-hmm. haha, I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, candy Crush Saga or Minecraft? Is, uh, okay, is Candy Crush Saga the first one of the Candy Crush
4: thing? Yes. <laughs> the
5: original Candy Crushing. The, adult, the original Candy Crush was Candy Crush Saga. Candy Crush, original. Oh, God. Uh, and Minecraft. Uh, oh, what do you reckon? What I do, you
0: do
4: you reckon? Play either of these, either. Of you don't play either of
5: these, no. Okay, Corey Matthews. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Korean. Uh,
4: yeah. Flags. There are flags. flags.
5: Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Changing. You want to crush them. You want to make the thing. a thing. No, They're early digging. 19th century. Delight. digging things. you Come on, D- come Pending on. Um, over to you. the other uh, team. No, 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 no. Minecraft. Can answer. Can answer. Minecraft. Minecraft is newer.
0: No. Fuck. <laughs> uh, is it still over to the other team? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Minecraft 2011, Candy Crush Saga 2012. The worst show in the world, The Big Bang Theory. Or,
5: or a show no, that's I'm sorry, about guys, actual geniuses.
0: Um, the Sherlock Holmes uh, reboot Sherlock.
5: I would just like to point out that the characters in the Big Bang Theory just get fatter and fatter and fatter over each series.
0: That's not a problem.
5: No, no, I'm just saying that. eat takeaways. And oh, okay.
0: Else. <laughs> so, which is, which is newer? Hurry, because I want to get rid of oh, this slide of
5: so Uh
1: I don't know. I, I feel like Sherlock is older. I remember laughing at how bad
2: Big Bang Theory was when I lived at a certain house, and then after I moved away, I was marveling at how good Sherlock was. So, that's why I think Sherlock is newer.
0: Okay. okay. Sherlock is newer. Twenty ten. Yes. Oh. Uh, Big Bang Theory, impossibly, has been going since two thousand and seven and deserves to die <laughs> in a fire. And they're still using the same two jokes. 2007? One joke.
5: Yeah.
0: Um, the first X Men movie or the X Files movie? X Files: Fight the Future. Oh. oh, that
4: is clearly the wait. Oh, hang on.
5: Hold on. X, wait. X Men. Wait. X-Men, X-Men. wait X-Men. Oh, not oh, the geez.
4: original X Files.
0: Oh, no. No. Okay. no the, hold on. Hold on. This is, movie? This is the film that happened between seasons five and six. X Files Fight the Future. Oh, oh uh, I think. I
5: think, I th- I I think oh, Which is newer? I loved X Men, but we did, did not give a shit about the X Files.
4: <laughs> um... When did X Files stop?
5: It's uh,
0: still going, there's a new season. No, okay, when did it stop the
4: first time? <laughs> <laughs> I think that the
0: X Men movie is
5: Okay, I. God damn it, I think X Men was 96 or about then. Because, really? Uh, Which look, is
0: newer? Sh- Just pick one.
5: Yeah, too uh, <laughs> if we just keep talking here, I might just give it away. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I X, uh, The movie okay, gonna, is newer. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna
0: I'm let you. Oh, yeah.
3: no, oh Jesus. X Men is newer. Correct. Yes. <laughs>
0: Seven. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the year 2000 versus um, 1998. We've only got two more, and God, I wish I'd cut them down. Um, Schro- so Schrodinger's cat, when um, Schrodinger came up with this thought experiment, or the pre-code horror film, The Black Cat. Ooh. This is for Matt and
1: Andrew. Uh, Andrew, you, you are more on top of memes in horror films than I am. <laughs> when do you think that horror Trödinger film is from, Well, I mean, looking at the poster... It's pre-code, which
5: might help yeah. you in terms of... Well, really, by yeah. definition, Trodinger's cat is I'll older and newer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on,
1: that, sir. Uh, um, Black Cat. Yeah, Black Cat, Black Cat is, is, newer. is newer.
0: No, wrong. That was 1990-something. Uh, 1990 so- 1990 1934, um, Schrodinger came up with a sword experiment in 1938. And finally, Pluto, the animated Disney dog, or the first discovery of Pluto, oh. by <laughs> astronomer Dogs Clyde after
3: the planet No, I don't
4: think it is. They're both named after... The god. the god of the underworld. Yeah, <laughs> that dog. That dog <laughs> is named after the god. Someone of the looked
5: at that dog and thought fucking devil.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I oh
5: Jesus. No, no, hold no, on. No. Well, they named the planets like after the, the Greek gods as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, okay, no, Disney was like nineteen thirty. Yeah. Right, Pluto. When they had, t- I'm going to say the planet is older. I'm going to say the dog is newer. That's my reasoning. Okay. Because uh, Corey newer. Matthews loved, <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're
1: We're saying planets newer.
0: Um, it's another trick question. Both 1930. So, and in fact. But what time? Oh Christ, I don't know. Uh, but there's a picture of the first Pluto. Oh. 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 I know it's gross. So Pluto first appeared in a animation called um, The Picnic, and Pluto was there all along. Um, Brendan,
1: um, Andrew, you're an animator with an astronomy degree. Yeah. It sounded like you wanted to raise. That's the right. If, if
2: I can just, well, actually, you for a yeah. moment, the dog was named after the planet. Look it up, Brendan. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs>
4: I feel, like that is that, true. I feel like that the, is the, true. The animation that we're looking that the image that we're looking at, Pluto looks like a starved dog inside a bigger <laughs> dog suit. <laughs> the air no.
1: conditioning is on and he's listening to his favourite music.
2: <laughs> Your Pluto was recently demoted from dog to dwarf dog recently. <laughs>
6: According to Wikipedia, Mickey Mouse's dog was named after the planet.
0: There we oh. go. Does that mean that so that means we were, we're right. right. I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
6: give those points to Corey Matthews.
3: <laughs> so,
0: Brenda, that, that round that round That's took a lot sorry. longer than I was anticipating. Can, can you update us on the scores, please?
6: So, Corey uh, is on two points.
3: <laughs> He'll be
0: delighted.
6: Duke <laughs> Newcomber is on 23 points. Good news, bobbleheads, are just ahead on 25 points.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Very good. So we're heading into our second homework round. Uh, this time, we'll start with you, Matt.
1: Okay. <clears throat> the first thing we see is a pair of playing cards. Not a pair exactly, the, the five of spades and the two of diamonds. Above the cards and across the t- a table littered with poker chips, a man's face, bald, scarred, and with a nose, that's definitely been broken several times. The face grins and gold teeth glint in the dim light. Better be sitting on a hell, of a hell of a hand, little girl, says the man. Way I see it, you're running out of things to lose. His two companions, one a tall man with a drooping moustache and the other a Walton Goggins type, chuckled dutifully, but also in a way that leaves us in no doubt that they are gross dudes. <laughs> Holding the cards in the literal, if not the idiomatic sense, As a woman, we, the viewers, recognise as Michelle Rodriguez. I don't have anything to lose, Rusty, she says, but I do have this. She takes a crumpled piece of paper from the pocket of her motorcycle jacket and slaps it down on the table. On it are two photographs of the bald man, one face on and one in profile. Below the photograph is the man's name, Rusty Quincannon. Above them is the word wanted. Everything happens at once. The table flies into the air in a shower of poker chips. The woman makes a deft flick of the wrist and there is a shriek from the Walton Goggins type who now has the two of diamonds embedded in his left cheek. That's for you half. (laughs) 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 The man on the left has produced a pistol. The woman kicks it out of his hand, catches it by the barrel as it spins upward and brings it crashing down across the man's jaw and in the same fluid movement sends it spinning into a corner. She turns to face Rusty. Outside the building, a dusty motorcycle stands next to a big old Ford pickup. Leaning against the ladder with his arms folded is a stocky Native American man with a long silver ponytail. He checks his watch as a crash erupts, erupts from the shed. A moment later, the door explodes outward, and from the resulting dust cloud, the woman in the motorcycle jacket emerges, dragging the unconscious body of Rusty Quincannon by the back of his shirt. Damn, girl, says the man. This ain't how your daddy did things. How many times do I have to tell you, Bobby? I'm not my father. Then... A shimmering desert sunset, and we hear these words. She was a cop, and good at her job. But she committed the ultimate sin and testified against other cops gone bad. (laughs) Cops who tried to kill her, but took away her only family instead. Framed for murder, now she prowls the badlands. An outlaw hunting outlaws. A bounty hunter. A renegade. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Ladies
1: and gentlemen, I submit for your approval... A remake of the 1990s TV show Renegade uh, Starring Michelle Rodriguez as the daughter of Reno Reigns.
0: Very good I'm so on board (laughs) Very good Now now we're going to go over to Hav Who's been here the whole time
3: (laughs) Uh,
5: I'm a big fan of Renegade Because motorcycles, they solve crimes (laughs) I... I... We're talking about reboots, yeah? Yeah. Yep.
3: Um,
5: when we talk about reboots, we're really just kind of talking about what we loved from our childhood and what <laughs> you want to see brought back. I want to see my Tuesday night from when I was seven years old brought back because it was Sequest DSV Nightmare <gasps> and, and Lois and Clark, The New Adventures Oh, my old. God!
4: We had the same childhood. Keep going.
5: <laughs> I want to... S- <laughs> I, I want to see a reboot of Superman, The New Adventures of Lois and Clark, but I want Superman to be played by Dean Cain <laughs> and I want Lois to be played by Terry Hatcher. Because, <laughs> in fact, I don't want a reboot. I want an update. Oh, I want to see Lois and Clark, 50 years old, together, just working through life. I want to see a series where Superman is known to all the criminals, so his life's pretty boring. (laughs) And his wife is really over the fact he's Superman. (laughs) I want to see a struggling marriage. I want to see the Man of Steel trying to remind his wife that he's the most powerful creature on the planet, and she's like, did you put the bins out? (laughs) I want to see a real-life struggle where she's like, did you drop the kids off? It's football or soccer? And he's like, yeah, and they all sucked because I would have been better. And she says, it's not about you anymore, Clark. (laughs) (laughs) You had your time. Now, I know we can only reboot one series. So every now and then, Superman goes out to his pool and talks (laughs) to Darwin. (laughs) 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 Just hanging out. Just hanging out and and Superman's like, Darwin, you understand when I was a superhero and Darwin's like,
3: yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Because you know what? Terry Hatcher had a better 20 years. Let's be honest, she was on Wisteria Lane. She had a lot of drama coming to her life. She don't want none of that shit no more. She wants a stable man. A man who's going to be there for her and listen to her. She wants a Superman, but not a Superman.
3: Aww. She
5: wants Clark, not Kal-El. Aww. Kal-El is absolutely starved for adventure. So every now and then, he just has to take the kids for a little drive around the block. And <laughs> <in> Kit...
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and Kit's... <laughs> Kit's like, what's up, Clark? Clark's like, you know what's up. <laughs> what are we doing today? we solving crimes, like, nah, we're getting toilet paper. <laughs> Did you say hi to Darwin for me? Yeah. <laughs> Darwin and Kit are really good friends, by the way. <laughs> I don't want to see the new adventures of Lois and Clark. I just want to see Lois and Clark. <laughs>
0: heartfelt piece of fan fiction brings us to the end of the show. Aww. It's a it's a both beautiful and soul destroying way to finish. Um, but while uh, Brendan is tallying up the scores, I'd just like to thank you for coming tonight. And you can like listen to us on YouTubes and <laughs> Stitcher YouTube. and YouTunes and Stitcher and stuff. And you can come here to Orange Studios. No. There's a thing called U-Tunes. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you
0: can find us on,
3: like... <laughs> yeah, it's... It's,
0: it's real.
3: <laughs>
0: you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. And I'd like to thank you, the audience, and I'd like to thank Harve and Jen and Matt and... Andrew's was <laughs> beautiful Brendan can you just tell us how it all finished up <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: this got really uh, emotional um, well um, I guess it's time for Duke Newcomer to greet themselves and seat themselves because uh, they're on 26 points good news bobbleheads have gotten ahead by means of a croggy to 28 points
3: they are the winners <laughs>
0: Of our teams, thank you to you, the audience. Uh, Thank you to all things new and all things old. Good night.